Welcome to the GigTube Podcast, hosted by Chad Polenz, a full-time gig economist since 2018. Each week, Chad talks to a fellow gig worker, content creator, or an industry insider to dig deep into the world of the gig economy. Let's see what they discover this week. Hey, what's up, everybody? Chad, a gig economist here with another interview, another gig tuber. John Dash, a.k.a. Dash Theory TV. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Doing good. I had a, had a pretty good day, a pretty good lunch rush. And, uh, yeah, I'm solid. I'm ready for the evening. I'm ready for this. Uh, kind of hyped for this, actually. I've never done one of these. <laughs> Your last name's not really Dash, is it? It is not. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, yeah. That's perfect alias, though. Perfect alias. Yeah, I, I found you on um, Instagram. You know, So I try to find as many gig people on well mostly just facebook and or not well yeah sort of facebook too but youtube and instagram is like where like people really create content not so much on facebook yeah. facebook's more like for posting links or, like groups yeah. yeah um yeah i saw you on there and i noticed like you're one of the few people that like you post like pretty much every day and like uh several times a day too especially like the the stories yeah, I try to. Yeah, I, get, I see it. Like you know, motivates me. I mean, I try to put motivation out there too. But um, like, I follow a lot of other motivational people, and mm -hmm. you know, it helps you get through those tough times, especially when you're out there by yourself. Sometimes you know, you got something to keep your head straight. I'm trying to see how many. Okay, oh, you only have 246 followers. You should have a lot more than that. I like. I mean, you're... it's a it's a time thing. Yeah, let me uh let me show the folks at home what the. Why does the phone never work when you? Um, yeah, my phone's on night mode, so the screen's dark. But your avatar on on uh, Instagram is like you with a flash T-shirt on. Uh huh. So I thought that was that's pretty funny. Like you know, you're in a hurry to like make the delivery. I guess that's, that's probably the, what you're going. That's the for, idea. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so well, um, that's perfect. It worked out. <laughs> you're in Phoenix, huh? Phoenix, Arizona. Sunny Phoenix, Arizona. They like to say 300 days of sunshine. <laughs> uh we probably have about 300 here it you're it just, in florida right you're in the orlando area yeah i'm like 20 miles north of orlando like this is downtown orlando behind me um uh, oh by the way you could put a um a background picture on yours so, so how do you do that like i've seen people do that but i really uh like if you hover over the video and then like you see the icon where it says stop video there's like an arrow next to it if you click that it, it should say video settings. Uh -huh. Choose virtual background. Yeah, choose virtual uh -huh. background. And like you, you, I don't. It depends on your computer. Like it won't let me do a motion background on Zoom. And like since I have, and you can upload whatever picture you want. Um, like there should be a, a, a uh, whoops, didn't want to do that. I'm actually feeling this one right here. Oh, the, the space, space one. Yeah. I actually do. It's got my attention. Okay. See the plus sign in the top right corner? It says add image. Uh, and like you can you can grab a yeah. picture off your computer. I have too many pictures on my computer. That's uh -huh. just a, like a selection process. That's going to just be, what do you call it? Um, hmm. Where you uh, can't think of too many choices to make a decision. Yeah. Anyway, hey, we got three viewers. Arturo does it all yes, said, sir. who inspired Dash Theory? Uh, actually, so fun story, uh, John and Nash, 
So John Nash, you know, father of game theory and whatever, John Dash, Dash theory, and all my different theories of dashing. So John Nash, you know, I love the the movie A Beautiful Mind is a great movie, but yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I never saw that. Now, when you say Dash theory, like, what do you mean by theory? Uh, theory so or hypothesis? Hmm. Like theory. theory. I think theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I say theory just because I feel like it's uh, a lot of different theories. I'm not necessarily going to go and approve all of them, but yeah. most of them, I think, as far as like large group dynamics, will get proven. Like, I mean, a lot of things about dashing, you know, low mm-hmm. mileage and uh, yeah. high tips and. You know, a lot of things, if you just repeat them over and over, it'll prove to be profitable. And that's the ultimate theory is that there's a lot of ways to become <laughs> profitable with food delivery driving. Yeah. Uh, trying to give the different ways to do it. I've been watching a lot of your videos, and I noticed, like, a lot of, you have a lot of, um, like, theories or, mm-hmm. not, or like, suggestions on, like, how to improve DoorDash. Um, right. I, have you applied for, like, the DoorDash Council or whatever it's called, the Council of Drivers where... Like you can actually talk to the DoorDash HQ and give your feedback? So I looked at the program, but I didn't apply for it. There was just a lot of – when I looked at it, I just didn't have confidence that I think the outcome would happen that way just because when I looked at it, okay, the big thing that I called out was like one monthly meeting. There was no talk about like what would be the, for lack of better terms, accountability. Like, okay, so we give this idea – you know, what's come out of these in the past. They didn't really sell it a lot. I mean, I feel like if they wanted to sell it, say, hey, last time we did this, we got these ideas out of it. I'm, I didn't see that. So I'm kind of skeptical and I want to see how it was go. And if it's successful, definitely looking to be part of it the next time go around. But I've kind of been involved with uh, corporations and kind of uh, feedback loops in the past. And mm-hmm. eh, I'm not impressed, you know, in a nutshell. Yeah. So, I, you know, I every single interview, I always mean to start with this, and I never do. And so, can you give us for the viewers who aren't familiar with you, give 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 the viewer a quick elevator speech overview, who you are, you know, location, sure. age, where you grew up, um, oh, wife, kids, okay, yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. So John Dash, not the real name, but the name will go by. You know, uh-huh. Phoenix, Arizona, and married. Got a dog, Russell. Uh, originally born and raised Anchorage, Alaska. Been in Phoenix, Arizona since 2007. Uh, so, grad, so grew up in Alaska. Moved to Arizona for college. University of Arizona alum. Go mm-hmm. Wildcats. Uh, moved up to Phoenix after that. And uh, been in Phoenix since 2007. And so I've been in the gig economy since uh, part-time 2019. Uh, full-time since this year. You said you're from Alaska? Yes. Was your dad in the military? Uh, most of my parents were in the military, but my mom retired from the military in 2009. Yeah. My dad was more in the earlier side of it. My mom was in the, uh, the Air Guard. So. And that's where their big base was up there until they uh, closed it down and consolidated bases. And I had a feeling probably Air Force, right? Air Force, yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't you know. Were you... The, yeah, you were in the Air Force too, right? I was in the Navy for 10 years. Oh, Navy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're in the armed forces. I remember seeing that one of your uh, videos yeah. or something. I don't really, I don't really talk about. It. I mean, I've been out for eleven years now. Mm-hmm. No, ten years. Ten years. Um, I mean, there are, are. I have happy. There are like I have happy memories, and I also have like terrible memories too. But um, that's understandable. 
You know, I thank you for your service, by the way. Oh, I hate when people say that. It's like, I, I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about it. You know, yeah. yeah. It's like I didn't. You should thank like. Uh, we should well. You should thank me for my service as a YouTuber, or inst- like I'm actually providing a service for people. You know, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, all right, so let's talk about like DoorDash, YouTube, all that yes. stuff. So is yeah. DoorDash your only gig, or do you do other apps no. too? So I do DoorDash, Grubhub, and Uber Eats. I've been kind of toying with the idea of Instacart for like the last couple months. I've been watching videos. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of like the DoorDash shop and deliver orders, so that's why I haven't dove into that Instacart world. Mm-hmm. But I've seen uh, you can make decent money on it, so that's what definitely keeps my attention with it. So I definitely have not written it off. But I just haven't got that far yet. But yeah, the, so food delivery are the main things for me. The Dash Mart or whatever it's called on DoorDash? I haven't done that Dash Mart. So like Arizona's, uh, they have a Dash Mart probably, I'd say, seven miles away. And uh, I, it's, in, it's in Tempe. It's not a bad area to dash in at certain times of the day. But when Tempe gets backed up, it's just, it's, it's not profitable as far as like how much money you're going to make and the amount of time you're going to spend there. So but I've done like Walgreens orders though. Okay, yeah, like I don't think we have that Dash Mart around here. I think I've seen Derek Doordash Dad mm. say hi, Logan. <laughs> I, I've seen Doordash Dad talk about it, but um, and I've seen um, a journey with T. I don't know if you follow mm. her at all. She seems to do a lot of Meyer orders. She's up in Michigan, I think. I think um, so. The closest thing that I've ever had to that around here is like Walgreens orders. And it's funny, like one of the weirdest orders I've ever had, like on any platform, I think it was like a, well, not like a Tuesday afternoon, but it was definitely a weekday afternoon. And I get a a, a Walgreens order. This kid wanted like a $50 bottle of cologne. <laughs> From Walgreens? Yeah. And like on a weekday in the middle of the day. And I think it was like $10, maybe 8 and not bad order. These are not bad orders if you can get yeah, them. Like the item. mileage was pretty decent. It was only like two and a half, three miles. It, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. But I had to actually go into the Walgreens. And of course, it's, you know, behind the security glass. And I had to, like, you know, those get items. an employee. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it was like 10 bucks for like a 15 minute job. And then it, it's funny enough, the yeah. dude didn't tip. <laughs> but it was so still. That was all the actual base pay, really. Yeah. It, yeah. It was all. I think they're. No, nah, there couldn't have been a, there couldn't have been a um, plus, there couldn't have been peak pay going at the time. I mean, it was like a weekday in the middle of the day, but I, I just thought that was funny. This dude could spend yeah. like fifty, sixty bucks on a bottle of cologne, and he couldn't, you know, throw with like two dollar tip. I mean, he spent all his money on the cologne, <laughs> apparently from Walgreens. What's like what's like one of the weirdest or craziest orders you've ever had? Oh man, uh, I've had the KY jelly. I'm trying to think of what else. <laughs> Definitely had KY jelly. Oh, I'm trying to think of like, hmm. That's the only one that rings a bell as far as like those type of orders because I don't do them that often. I've yeah. done maybe ten in my lifetime. Like if it says if I'm near that place and it says like I don't know ten twelve dollars for like one two miles, I'll say yes, you know. Mm-hmm. And I look at I always look at the item amount. If it's like less than five items, I'll probably take it. But I don't really take those orders that often. I'm trying to think you were delivered like a strange place. 
Yeah, actually, uh, just the other day. So I delivered. It was more so like an alley. So I drove down this alley, and uh, I had, like I drove around it. I passed it the first time because like there's no way this can be down this street, and it was. So I had to go back up, and it was one of those ways where on the left of it, so the, the house on the left, on the right was this big old ditch. So I had to go down this, and then getting back out of this alley, which was probably I would say. Not a quarter mile, but maybe half of a quarter mile long. I had to like do the, like the, the Austin Powers K turn to get <laughs> out of there, just turn around and go back out. But that was probably the weirdest thing that comes to memory because it was like no way it could be down here. And then I get down there and I'm like starting to come back. I'm like, if I go back too far, I'm falling that ditch. Just gotta take my time and do it. So yeah, that's probably the, the weirdest one because out here especially, it's 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 on the grid system, so everything is just left, right, up, down. Was well, like a speakeasy or plain. something, or or like a bar or. No, it was just a row of houses, and mm. I don't know why the houses were kind of in that alley. It was a weird spot for houses to be. By the way, um, I guess it was the more property. Rideshare Lisa just said hi. Um, I Rivas. What up, Rideshare Lisa? Are there any new delivery apps? Um, I, I'm, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about what is it, Bite Squad lately. I don't know yeah, if they're new, but a lot of people well, have been talking about. It. Yeah, I, well, you've had Bite Squad here for at least two or three years but bite squad is okay. is a w2 job it's not a 1099 it's i actually had a friend a, a girl i dated a few years ago was doing bite squad and i told her about i i, I got her to quit um bite squad and do doordash and uber eats instead but <laughs> um, more sense. you have more options yeah because she was like you have to wear like a uniform to do bite squad and yeah i would not do that you've scheduled hours and this is this I mean, like kind of like GoPuff? Isn't GoPuff like that? I don't know. We don't have GoPuff here. I think that's more like a northeasting. I think it's in Texas okay. too. I think um, Lavaris Gig Life. I think he's has he's done that. No, Burpee. That's what he does. Burpee. We, Burpee. we don't have that either. And so I've um, seen. Uh, there's a guy, Rookie Riches. Uh, he does, or he did. I don't know. I used to watch him a while, but he used to do, or he does. I think he still does GoPuff. Yeah, I've heard of it, but we don't we don't have it here. I mean, if we if we did, I would definitely sign up for it. I've signed up for a corner shop, and it's in Tampa, but it hasn't come to Orlando yet, or it might be like in downtown Orlando, but it hasn't made its way up to the suburbs yet. So, um, anyway, so what what jobs or tr- industry or whatever have you had before gig work or is? Oh yeah. Are you just doing gig work now, or do you have a day job? So, or So now I only do gig work, but then I also, like, I rent out rooms in my house. So, like, right now I have a, I live in a three-bedroom, two-bath house. Uh, but one bedroom uh, is vacant now, mm-hmm. and so that room is going to be airbnb or the plan to. But then the other room, uh, I have family that rents that out. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have that, and then, yeah, gig work. But prior to gig work, I was in the call center industry for – 12 years hmm. so after college went right into working for uh, actually macy's call center uh was in their development program and uh had you know managed people and all the different things inside the call center as well as a lot of different uh, a lot of different projects in there too yeah i worked in a call center uh when i worked for Publix, but i was in it so it's like if you're if your mouse broke or you know like you couldn't get on the internet um, yeah I was the person you called. I used to work nights, and I did that for almost two years. And it was pretty nice, especially like on Sunday nights, because you get like 
maybe one call an hour and like I could just yeah play on my phone or watch YouTube the rest of the time, you know? That's um, what the weekend shift in a call center, you know, if it's not busy, it's like, mm. yeah. So what, how did you get into gig work? Like what attracted you to it? Or did you, did you have a friend that was doing it or did you saw no, YouTube so actually, videos? No, I just DoorDash. So before I started doing DoorDash, I was ordering DoorDash probably for probably six months before that. Uh, so I bought the house in 2019. And mm -hmm. then after that, just kind of after putting that big chunk of money out of the savings, it's kind of feeling insecure and like, oh, I might want to earn some extra money mm -hmm. to kind of replace that money. So that's when I first started with gig work. Mm -hmm. That was two years then, ago? So yeah, 2019, yeah. Yeah, that's, I started doing, well, technically I started doing Instacart like around Christmas of 2018, but yeah. um, I quit my day job. I used to work for Microsoft yeah. um, here. Really? Yeah, and Lake Mary. Well, Microsoft was a contract. They weren't my employer. Um, right. But, yeah, so I worked for Microsoft for, like, four or five months, and I just hated the job. And, um, yeah, I quit. And I had already been doing Uber and Lyft on the weekends. Like, I didn't even really need the money. I just did it because I was bored, you know? <laughs> yeah, see, um, I know a lot of people who did it, and I was like, man, it always sounded interesting and something to do. Yeah, so I was like, I'm just going to do Uber and Lyft full time, and I would get up. My, um, when I first started doing it for like about three or four months, like I would get up at like five thirty in the morning and I would be like ready to roll at six. Cause like if you're doing rideshare on weekdays, the only way it's really profitable is to get the morning rush, you know, people who are, need rides to work. And, um, you, you definitely, and like you take a lot of kids to high school or even little kids, like parents don't know that like. Like anyone under 18, you're not supposed to ride Uber without a parent or guardian or whatever. Under 18? I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, maybe they've changed it since. It makes sense. It makes yeah, sense. But yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I put, took so many bratty kids to school. The good ones are the ones that just put their headphones on and didn't say anything. And you yeah, just drop them are, off. Yeah, like the easy rides. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't tip, but... I, well... Most well, people, the parents tip, or would it be them, the kid, or yeah, most people getting Uber rides at six in the morning, except for maybe like once a day, I would like go to like kind of an upscale neighborhood and take somebody to work because like their car was in the shop. That was the same story. They're like, my car's in the shop, and you know, like my insurance doesn't cover, um, you know, a rental. A, a rental or like it's or it's like a mechanical thing or just like it's. You know, like they just had to get it to the shop and they didn't like they're going to worry about a rental car later. They just need to get to work, you know, so. Um, but uh, I forget how, but somebody in, told me about Instacart and because I was kind of getting sick of doing rideshare. I was like, yeah, I'll try anything. And then I did Instacart and I was like, oh, wow, this is so much better. I'm like driving like a third, maybe a quarter of the miles, you know, that I'm there. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so I mean, I. I highly recommend Instacart if you can try it. Um, I I find that it's it's definitely the most profitable. Like you make the most amount of money and drive the least amount of miles, and you do less you delivery. Kind of from, you can choose all that stuff, and you could probably choose, you know, obviously the uh, the batch size and everything else. Yeah, well, they, yeah. About a year ago, they switched to a completely on-demand queue, which has its pros and its cons. The biggest con is that when they did that, then they opened it up to bots and i've heard uh, about this bot issue yeah yeah 
um i think it actually started here like in florida um it's all these brazilian immigrant hackers who created all these hackers everywhere yeah they created all these instacart bots and uh um they're still they're still there i mean instacart has tried to mitigate it but they have done a really poor job in my opinion but um I'm just still hire people from the other side. I mean, you just gotta yeah. say, "Hey, hacker, come work for me." Before that, Instacart used to actually have scheduled hours. Like all like the, you had to schedule your hours, or you mean yeah. just like blocks? No, like you could schedule. I mean, you could basically schedule as many hours as you wanted, but everybody was bum rushing the app at the same because it was always Sunday morning at nine a.m. So like every single that. shopper is on the app at the same time, and it would just lag, and. Um, Originally, the hackers were just um, stealing all the, the the shifts, and then when they went to on like the the one I think one of the reasons they went from shifts to on demand is to kind of to beat the hackers, you know, and yeah. then the hackers just figured out how to just hack the API and actually go in and take or just see what what batches are available and scoop them up before they're even offered up to the queue, hmm. so. Um, I don't know. They've changed the app. Any- anyway, um, yeah, they got to work on it. Yeah. We're meant to talk about DoorDash and all that stuff. So, um, I see that there was a, a question in the chat about the, the para app. Oh yeah. You, we can, yeah. We can talk about that if you want. I mean, I don't use it. That's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't, I don't knock anybody that does use it, but I don't feel like I really need it because mm-hmm. my areas, my strategy is more about uh, low mileage than it is about high order numbers like the high order numbers come to me regardless mm-hmm. but my dash strategy is all about low mileage like most of my orders are i would say all of my orders are less than probably four miles majority of them less than two miles and you know even a solid amount less than one mile too yeah so that's the area that i'm in how many um like how often do you see like three dollar no tip orders or what's the what's the base pay in your area three so three, so yeah, it's a two-part question. I'll answer both parts. So uh, the base pay is $3, but how often I personally see a $3 no-tip order is very little. And it's not because I don't, they don't offer them in my area. It's because I use the driver utility helper, and I auto-decline uh, anything under six. So uh, I, yeah. one, I put zero-second decline, and if it doesn't, at least, you know, that minimum, I don't even see it. Yeah, use that's... the dollar-per-mile filter as well. So, I, yeah, it has to be $1.75 or greater before I even... But how long are you typically – how much downtime do you have between dropping off one order and accepting the next order? Um, I would say the maximum is if it's slow. Maybe if it's slow, maybe 10, 15 minutes, and that's if I'm not doing a rush time. Like, mm-hmm. So the typical times – my typical shift is pretty much any day of the week I'll do um, either 11 to 2, 11 to 2 and or 5 to 9 basically or 4 mm-hmm. to 9 in that range. But basically, that lunch rush and dinner rush, like the main, there's like not really any breakfast places in my area outside mm-hmm. of McDonald's and Chick-fil-A. And that's not, this is worth it to wake up for those two areas. Mm-hmm. I mean, for those two restaurants, especially the smaller orders. What? Like in the lunch rush in my area, there can be like some of those um, business orders, like the catering order I got today. What's, uh, what part of Phoenix are you in? Or what part of Phoenix do you dash in? Uh, dash in like the South Mountain area. So mm-hmm. Central Phoenix, technically. Yeah, because I was, but, I was uh, looking at, I've never really taken a, look at phoenix on a map before and i realized wow it's huge because i wanted to get 
you know, for the thumbnail for this video, a picture of the Cardinals. Like, that's what I've been trying to do with everybody. Like, you saw the one with Gig Mom. You can see the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays Stadium and then Saint Pete, downtown St. Pete behind it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so, like, every big city has, like, you know, like in Eli Ash, obviously, the Viking Stadium. Yeah. And then I was looking for yours, and I realized the Cardinals Stadium is, like, way far away from Phoenix. Like how far how far is the the stadium from actual Phoenix? So like Phoenix is it's um it's on a big loop system is this way I describe it like there's the ten that goes straight through it and then there's like a, a yeah everything's like on a grid and a loop so yeah like, like basically the the center of Phoenix I'd say compared to Glendale is like uh, it's the west of it I don't mm-hmm. know how far I'd say like maybe ten minutes maybe because from I'm downtown Phoenix. I could probably get to the Glendale Stadium in like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. Oh, okay. And that's just because I don't know. The downtown is kind of congested, so you get to like the highways. But you get to like seven. Well, I get to the, the 10 highway it would take to go there. You ever, uh, you ever go to Cardinals games? I have. I used to have season tickets once upon a time, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were fun times, and uh, I'll tell you, it was my younger days, and so uh, <laughs> there was many games where I don't remember them. When that they way. were uh, cellar dwellers? No, it was an, it was me see. Who was our quarterback? It was after Kurt Warner, but before Kyler Murray. Yeah, because they went to the uh, Super Bowl. Larry Fitzgerald. They went to the Super Bowl, like, what, 10 years ago? Yep. Yeah, I don't know if it's 10 years, what year it was, but I remember the year Kurt Warner brought him there and played the Steelers. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of heartbreak. But I was, I was rooting for you guys in that game because uh, – the Steelers are like the Yankees of football. You See, know? the Steelers are actually my team. So oh. like, I was not like sad about it. I was sad for people because everybody, like I go to work, was just like, man. It was because it was like there were so many plays. It was a great game, you know. And uh, yeah. So I was sad for my friends, but I, you know, I didn't want to glow in their faces. But I wasn't, I wasn't sad, sad. I don't know. I just like to rip on Steelers fans because I'm like, like, you only back. It's like being a Yankees fan, you know. It's like. I don't know if you watched the Steelers this past year. There were there's there wasn't a there were some games through there. Root yeah, forward, but there I mean, all all time Steelers have the most championships. Yeah, and then I I, the Cowboys oh, have but, a bunch. Well, I mean, the Cowboys have stunk well now, now it's Tom for like Brady twenty years. But, yeah. but I don't know. I was a Jets fan as a kid, so I know heartbreak. I mean, the Jets haven't won a Super Bowl since '69. And uh, I mean, but I've always been like a Giants fan as my secondary team. Yeah. And um, so, like, my dad is a huge Giants fan. So, I mean, um, but I mean, neither of those teams yeah. have been really good for a while. Actually, I ever since it's funny. Ever since I moved to Florida, I, I haven't really paid much attention to sports. Um, I think it's because, like, you it's know, like Florida, all my yeah. all my teams were from up north. Like, you know, like I was a huge. I always like the Mets, not the Yankees, and like I actually kind of like the Red Sox. If you watch some of my beer review videos, you'll see me wearing a Red Sox hat and shirt. Oh man, we have all the opposite teams, man. <laughs> I'm, so from comes to baseball, like I'm a Yankees fan, and the funny thing is, I get it from my family because like my mom and that side of the family, they live in New York, and the funny thing is, they lived in Queens where the Mets played, and there were still mm-hmm. Yankees fans. Yeah, you have to you have to get a shirt that says "I only back winners." <laughs> I really do. All I do is win, and it's have like Yankees, Steelers. So I do have some heartbreak because my secondary team is the Seahawks, coming from Alaska, and we uh, all know what happened on the one yard line. So uh, oh, yeah, you know, so we got some heartbreak there. Yeah, it's funny because like I despise the city oh, of Seattle, but I don't. The Seahawks team is actually pretty interesting. 
Uh, yeah. Let's see. Lynette Farmer says, Dash, do you have a video on how to set up the miles and decline faraway order? You had state a dollar per mile. I don't have a video about that, but I can make one. Definitely. That's a good idea. Um, the Dash or Utility app? Yep. Dash Utility app. Yeah. I use I that. Mean, I, I use that briefly. Like last summer, I had an Android phone that I got for like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I've always been an iPhone guy. And I just needed to get an Android phone just to like kind of compare like how the apps. I was gonna do videos about you know Instacart on Android versus Instacart on um, iPhone. And I also you know at the same I was using DoorDash and Uber Eats all that stuff on the Android, and I noticed that these companies they tend to roll out features on the Android version before they roll them out on the Apple version. I don't know what that's really? about. So I have a theory, but this is only a theory, is that like I know Android is more open and you can, you can basically make more mistakes. Yeah, hypothesis. <laughs> you can make more mistakes with the Android rollout because with Apple, every time you push an update, you got to go through the whole Apple process. And uh, I've known just for a little bit, because on the side I play Fortnite and what they're talking about, this whole Apple versus Epic Games, whole iStore case, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting about what Apple makes these, you know, these vendors go through. Crystallis Peralta says, I remember you taking me to a Diamondbacks game. Yeah, that's my niece. Yeah, oh, she used yeah. to live out here. As a matter of fact, we went to a Yankees game, and uh, I still have the ball. She caught a ball. She got a ball out of the uh, a foul ball. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, you guys have all four, because you have the Cardinals for football, you have the Coyotes for hockey, mm-hmm. the Phoenix Suns for basketball, and the Diamondbacks for baseball. I yeah. mean, I forgot. Man, I didn't realize. Four sports, four sports state. Yeah, we only have the Orlando Magic and the Orlando uh, soccer team here. That the and Sentinels then, or something? They're yeah. Well, they're just called Orlando City. Okay. Um, but like they use a lion as their mascot, and like there's a female team. Just they're called the Pride. Okay. Um, right, at says the Bears haven't won a Super Bowl since 1985. No, they won it in 2006, didn't they? No. Or did Fresh that was they went to a Super Bowl. They did not win it though. I thought they won. I thought I could. Yeah, I remember that game though. I remember. Yeah, they lost to Drew Brees and the Saints. Yeah, the. Yeah, if you're when you're talking about the, um, was that the NFC North? I mean, it's just all the only. Packers is the only team there right. that's gonna win a Super Bowl. Right, oh, Packers. The Vikings yeah, haven't Packers, won it since Vikings. like before I was yeah. born, I think. Yeah, who's the other team? Vikings, Packers, Bears. Lions. Lions. I hope DoorDash Dad's not watching this. He's probably... That'd be a good bet. I like which one has the best chance, and especially with Aaron Rodgers being out of Green Bay or on his way yeah. out of Green Bay. He, I know uh, Derek is a, a big Lions fan. In fact, I think he has a whole channel about fantasy football or something. But Yeah. Anyway, um, let's get back to gig talk. So, All right, so what day... day do you have... You know, do you schedule your hours in advance on DoorDash or you just turn the app on and go? So for the longest time, I didn't have to schedule my hours in advance on DoorDash. And recently mm-hmm. I've started to have to do that. Um, like I'll log on and like some days like around noon, it'll be it'll be great. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like maybe it'll be light red after that for mm-hmm. a second. But because of that, just schedule them and then I can always adjust my schedule if I you know, have something else to do. Right. But yeah, for the afternoon, I might schedule for evenings. I'll schedule it um, like five to nine. 
And uh, I usually, though, like all because you can technically log on at 4.30, I think, or like 4.45, like a little bit early. So as soon as that happens, I'll usually log on a little bit early. Mm. Yeah, I haven't scheduled hours on DoorDash in a long time. We, I used to have to. Um, and then when COVID, ever since COVID hit, now everybody's just, nobody wants to go to the store anymore. And in fact, a lot of, well, I mean, now we're reopened and like you can, but I guess people are just so used to ordering in, you know, DoorDash is usually pretty busy. Let me see. It's 9.51 on a Wednesday. I mean, uh-huh. I, I just want to see if I can go online right now. Nah, my zone's... What is it a little slower day? My zone's gray, but like... If I could, I could There's go. Other to, areas nearby. Yeah. yeah. I am. Um, I really. I hate going outside my zone, though. I'm kind of curious what my zone looks my like. My zone. Right my now. zone's like so perfect. Like it's. I mean, not just because I live in this zone, but. Um, it's got yeah, like my everything. My zone is like light pink on the middle of a. Yeah. Six, almost seven o'clock on a Wednesday. So mm. usually it would be a lot of red. Uh, there are some more busier areas. We'll see. Just farther away. You have any um gizmos or gadgets i don't know if you've seen any of my ride chair ride along videos i have that drink caddy that goes in the passenger seat and i have i have like four catering bags now and okay yeah i have actually i had to throw out one of my red bags the other day the zipper like a door dash on one? it yeah. i used to have so i had i have two DoorDash red bags now though i very rarely use them and i have i rarely use those yeah. i have one grubhub bag and um yeah so i mean you have uber eats bag i never i had a uber, uber doesn't give out uber eats bags or at least i was any... wondering about that because i've seen a bag but i didn't get one from them yeah i think they did like years ago when they first launched they gave away hot bags but like i remember seeing the advertisements with people with the big old bag on their back on a bicycle thinking that's like a cool bag but i won't take yeah. that on a bicycle yeah, yeah, you can buy that bag. I think on Amazon for like a hundred bucks or something. Uh, like, I don't need that bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't. I don't either. I, I'd rather just give, give me like an Uber Eats sticker and I'll just slap it on a a twenty dollar Amazon bag. You know. Yeah, I see. I have been looking at getting better bags. Just like I have a, I have like a big bag. I guess it's technically a catering bag, mm-hmm. and it worked out because you know the day I got that bag, literally they came in the mail on a probably a Tuesday, and I got a catering order that next Wednesday, so it came in perfectly at the right time. Um, but they're not sturdy. The one I have isn't sturdy. So like, like I got an order today and I feel bad because, you know, you get these big orders, you put it in there and then it kind of starts to collapse on things. So you got to hold the bag all awkwardly or, I mean, it's just, or some of those things get collapsed on each other. So I'm looking for a more sturdy bag. Do you have a pizza bag? I have a pizza bag. So I basically use the bag Grubhub gave me as a pizza bag. It's not the biggest pizza bag, but the only pizza I really end up delivering is Little Caesars. And those fit in the bag, so. I had a, um... I had a pizza order on, I think, a Sunday or Saturday. No, Saturday night. And it was actually, it was from, was it on? I can't remember if it was DoorDash or Uber Eats, but I think it was Uber Eats. And it was a huge, it was like, it was like 24 inch. And it was like, so. Like a party pizza. Yeah. I couldn't even fit. Like, I had this, I got a pizza bag on DoorDash's website, like, I think it's like store.doordash.com or something mm-hmm. where you get all the DoorDash branded merch. And uh, right. you remember DoorDash bought out this um, caviar company? I think they were like. I heard only, about that, yeah. Yeah, they were only. I think they were only in California or like on the West Coast or whatever. But um, so I have a caviar um, pizza bag that I bought on DoorDash for like 
it was like dirt cheap, but it was like five bucks or something. And um, I, I, I mean, I actually don't really get too many pizza orders, and even when I do, actually, like the Grubhub bag I, I feel have like now, most pizza places want to deliver for themselves. You know, like yeah, think of Papa John's or actually, I, I did get one Papa John's order once. It was kind of funny because there was. As I was going in, there was a Papa John's delivery guy leaving. So yeah. Like, okay. I, I don't get that either. Yeah. Like Papa John's, Pizza Hut, all the, the big, except for Domino's. Yeah. They have like their in-house drivers, but then they also, you know, farm it up. Like, well, I guess it's because they want to be like, it, it, you don't want to just be like PizzaHut.com, you know, because people. Yeah. I think they want to be on the DoorDash platform. That's what yeah. I think. The, the, yeah. People want a one-stop shop. So it's like those companies will, you know, they'll eat that. Um, whatever the, you know, the fee, that is. fee is. Yeah. The, so, I mean, to but just... I bet you a lot of times what people do is they, they go onto that DoorDash and they find a coupon and they realize, oh, I can't use it on DoorDash. And then they go to the yeah. website. Like I have, a, I have a bunch of apps on my phone for like Qdoba and Tijuana Flats and uh, Chipotle. Like in like, it's funny because like if you try to order, if I try to order through Tijuana Flats or the Qdoba app, It'll tack on like a five dollar delivery fee, but if I order through DoorDash, there's no delivery fee because I do use the right. Dash Pass. But I don't get the points. Like they have like these reward systems. If you order oh, yeah. through the app, you get points. But Chipotle, that, yeah. I can order through the Chipotle app, get the points, and their delivery is only like a dollar. And a lot of like every once in a while they'll be they'll waive the delivery fee, so it only waives a dollar. In fact, it's actually it's actually cheaper to order Chipotle through the Chipotle app or the website than it is through DoorDash. Because if you order through DoorDash, then DoorDash is going to tack on some fee. Because they have like they have a service fee and a delivery fee. fee. Right. Then that's not to mention the tip. That's why people don't tip is because like they're getting hit on these free fees. Yeah, they I have, agree. I just put yeah. a post up the other day. I don't know if you saw it. Like, like same order is twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you put Dash Pass on it. You know, it's twenty dollars with Dash Pass. You take Dash Pass off, and it bumps up to almost twenty-eight bucks. Yeah, ridiculous. Dash Pass, Dash Pass is hilarious. It's if you think about it, because like you're paying like ten bucks a month, and unless like you're like a overeater, I mean, I'm not like the fittest guy in the world, but I'm certainly not the fattest. And you know, I order DoorDash. I I use the Dash Pass. Right. Um. So I usually I try to order DoorDash once a week just to kind of get my money's worth, you know. Right. And I also kind of want to see like what other drivers are doing, and I noticed that like almost no drivers, well, not no, but like let's say like out of every ten orders, maybe one will actually come to the door with the hot bag in hand. The other ones, and like a lot of times I'll see them yeah. from the window. And like I can tell that like they have like like they have like what I have I have a big catering bag in the back seat, yeah. and I very yes, rarely yeah. unless it's like unless it's a huge order or an actual catering order, I don't carry the catering bag from the car to the door. I just take the bag right. out of the catering bag. Um, but I can tell probably they're nine, out of, nine yeah. out of ten drivers they're not using a hot bag at all. You know, that's what really like you no know, that's what I hate that's what I hate because like I go through. I take pride in my service, so like I use my hot bag. And, like mm-hmm. when I deliver pizza and I can still feel hot, like I feel happy about that. Like I feel like that customer, like if I was that customer, I'm getting hot food. Like that's what I want to be. And so it pisses me off when some people don't, you know, give me that same service. Yeah, I, I mean, I said this, and I don't know if you see, I forget which interview I said this in. I think it was with uh, Pedro. Um, 
um, I mean, it's, I've said it before and I'll say it again and I'll continue to say it. Those, those turd drivers who do the bare minimum, who like don't message the customer, who don't use hot bags, who drive in like they're basically their underwear or like they're like they're coming from a pickup basketball game. In Arizona, you have to. It's hundred yeah. percent out. If you if you're wearing any more than basketball shorts, you're doing too yeah. much. You're gonna you're gonna well, be like. You're stepping on my my point here. My those those drivers, those are the real MVPs because they do such a terrible job that all you have to do is just put in a little bit of effort and it impresses the customers because they're so used to seeing those other drivers who do like next to nothing, and they're like, wow. A driver who actually used a hot bag. Oh, a driver who actually messaged me, you know, that they're on the way, or like, you know, like if there's yeah. they're stuck in traffic or whatever, or they send you a thank you note like that. That impresses them because they're so used to those other shitty drivers. That's just my theory. Yeah. <laughs> now, do like no, like, I, are you? Uh, do you use memes? Like when you dash, are you a big? Uh, are you a uh, proponent of the memes? I, I wouldn't send a customer a meme. I just send them messages. Okay. Um, sometimes, like, when I'm... Sometimes during Instacart, if the customer wants to keep adding items, I'll say, man, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Classical. Yeah. Sandlot. But I, I've, never, I've never sent a customer a meme. And, in fact, a lot of times, I think, like, the... You know, it's weird because, like, I actually have a, a, like, where my apartment complex is, trying to explain, to, like, because if you put the, the street address in on any GPS, it just takes you to, like, this sign on the road. And, like, there's not even, like, an entrance there. So I, I have a, oh. a, a map that I created. Okay. And I'll try, I'll text it to the driver to show them how to get to me. But, like an attachment? Those you do the attachment through? Yeah, yeah, but like, well, oh, yeah, right. DoorDash blocks images, I guess. So it's, you know, I thought they block. I can't remember if it's links or images. I thought they blocked one of the two. I think they block both actually. But oh, really? Okay. Yeah, if you try to send a picture, it it it, it doesn't go through, or a lot of times it depends on the dasher's um, carrier. Well, okay, so the meme is a picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it probably depends on the character. Because I used to yeah. have. Um, I don't have it right now, but like on my my, if you've seen my videos, my um my website, I have these stickers you print out that says "Rate me five stars" and here's five reasons mm -hmm. why. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I was like, well, instead of, I came up with the idea instead of sending these as stickers, like placing them on the bags, I'm just gonna text them to the customer. The problem is like DoorDash blocks those, so, um, and they block both ways. Like you, like the really? the driver and the customer, they can't send each other pictures. Or, I think, it, like I said, I think it just depends on the carrier. That makes sense. Yeah. So, there's, I mean, a lot of people who DoorDash or a lot of people who use DoorDash are using like cheap Boost Mobile burner phones or a lot of people. Yeah, they have their their extra phone. They have their their main phone or their DoorDash phone or whatnot. Yeah, it just depends. Maybe I don't know, but so it doesn't. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. So, like I was saying, I have this map that I try to send to the to the driver that shows them how to get to my building. So I don't know how to explain how to get to my building. So, and, and, and like, but not the beans doesn't work either. Um, I've never used beans. I feel like I shouldn't oh. have to, but, um, I love the beans app. Yeah. Like I, like in my delivery notes, it explains like how to get to my apartment mm -hmm. and a lot of drivers, like it's, they still will 
drive i'll see them drive like way around the block and get lost and like when they finally get here i'll be like did you see my delivery notes and i'll be like yeah and i'll be like i'll be like how would you explain to somebody how to get here and they have to like think about it i'm like uh, i'm like just please tell me how to explain how to get here because you know like it, it, uh, some apartment complexes like the the street address will actually take you to their actual location like actually one of the things i like about doing amazon flex is that amazon flex their built-in gps has it has by far the best gps i've ever seen okay yeah like whatever weirdo apartment complex um you're going to it'll take you to their exact building then all you gotta do is just find the apartment within the building um although sometimes it'll try to take you well actually i think it's more of a ways but i use ways for my gps um especially here in Florida, there's a lot of gated communities and like every gated community has like the main entrance and then they have like a, uh, residence only entrance. And a lot of times the GPS will try to take me through the residence only GPS or entrance. And like, I'll, like I realize now I got to drive like five miles going all the way around to the, the main entrance. All right, let's take some uh, questions from the audience. John McKellen says, just about anything works better than T-Mobile, including Boost Mobile. Really? I thought T-Mobile was like one of the best ones because T-Mobile was like... Yeah, I was good things about T-Mobile, yeah. Yeah, I thought they were like 5G, but like pretty much everywhere now. Yeah, see, I'm a, I'm a Verizon person just because I had yeah, me too. and yeah, and that's what I went to after that. I've never had any issues with them. Uh, but I know people have T-Mobile and they, they always say T-Mobile, they always say I'm paying too much. That's what they always tell me. Yeah, I I pay. Well, I just got this iPhone 12 a few months ago, and I went from like 65 bucks a month to like 108 because I'm financing the phone. Cause, yeah, it's which still isn't bad at all. I don't think so at all. Arturo does it all. Says just use hot bag inside car. The 10 second walk to the customer will not keep food any hotter. And most restaurants don't have heat lamps or hot bags, or sometimes you already get. Yeah. Yeah, I mean a lot of times Chipotle you pick it up off the shelf. It's, yeah. You know, it's that's there for how long. It's terrible. Like any restaurant where they just put the bags on a shelf, like they're, I mean, they do that out of convenience, but they're really hurting themselves because, yeah, you know, like the customer ends up with cold food. I mean, I've well, noticed that to do it because now so many people steal now, so it's it's yeah, it's like a weird way. It's kind it's, of turning out better, but it's the wrong reason for it might not even be like it's not might not even be theft it might just be confusion there's a lot a lot of times i go to chipotle and i look for my my customer and it's not on the shelf and like you know i wait like they bring bags out like every few minutes and i'll be like hey do you have so and so and like yeah i put that out like 10 15 minutes ago and i'll be like oh it's not here and they're like okay we'll remake it somebody took it and you know it might be like two people have like very similar names like well yeah names get cut off or something yeah yeah um Anyway, so yeah, restaurants. If, uh, there's any restaurants watching? They're probably not. Um, I have. It's very. I have seen it, but it's Welcome very rare where a restaurant will actually have hot bags like we do, and they leave the food in the hot bag until really the driver gets there, and you say, "I have an order for so and so," and they take it out of the hot bag. Now I've heard that some Chick Fil A's do that. I don't know if it's all of them. I heard some of them do that. I no, I've never seen that Chick Fil A. Although Chick Fil A. Yeah. I think they wait until you get there and then they make it, but Chick Fil A is so fast that even like yeah, the Chick Fil A is by me. They they just put it on a shelf, but um, I think like they have like a thing 
I think like they go by your GPS and like when you're getting close, like when you're within like a quarter right. of a mile, then they start making the food. It's like um, a plus and minus. It's good for the customer, but then like so the well Chick Fil A is not bad. Five Guys is the one that I think of that's like for drivers. That's like mm-hmm. it's a pain in the ass because it's like they it's good for the customer because they don't start making it until you get there. But then yeah. you get there, you gotta wait a good five ten minutes. Oh uh, yeah, I there's you know it's funny in my zone there's no Five Guys and I love Five Guys. Oh, uh, they're great burgers. When I lived in uh, Albany, I lived about I lived within walking distance of a Five Guys. And uh, I used to go there probably like once a month or so. Oh, the walking. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, I did used to live in walking to five guys. Yeah. Arturo says, Bear Burger in my area does have catering hot bags like mine that I got on Amazon for 40 Right here, Lisa said Red Robin does that. Yeah, Red Robin. They have a... Red That's Robin, a and actually, do you have Buffalo... You must have Buffalo Wild Wings where you work. We have we have Buffalo Wild Wings in the but they're just on the and still go in that area. They're kind of in a different little uh what'd you call it, like borough. Like we have, mm-hmm. you know, Phoenix is we have like Phoenix, Tempe, Glendale, Chandler, Mesa, right. Gilbert. So just in Chandler. The B dubs like Phoenix Phoenix. The B dubs in uh, Sanford, they have and and Red Robin, and they're actually like right next door to each other. They have right. they're like kind of like reverse frid they they look like refrigerators and they put the food yeah. in there and it keeps it hot. Yeah, I love that because you go in and you know you see it there. You know, I love Red Robin because like nine times out of ten, their food is ready. Travel Fly says Chick Fil A are masters at what they do. Yeah, I give it to them. I mean, Chick Fil A, the way that place is always busy and always moving is uh, amazing. Yeah, I, I Chick Fil A. Yeah, I like Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is just always a safe bet. Like you know, it's going to be good food and it's going to be fast. Um. I think people underrate that Chick-fil-A has the best fries. I love their waffle fries. Yeah. They're, yeah. And Definitely all the sauces, the best. of course. I mean, I actually, I, of all the fast food fries, I probably would even, I probably, to this day, I still, I think McDonald's are probably still the best. Chick-fil-A McDonald's are classic. Yeah. Five Guys are really good. Um, Five Guys is more than the value. Be good for your, get like a, what, like a whole bag full of fries, no matter what size you get. Oh, and, uh, I don't know. We uh, here it's called checkers. It might be called rallies where you live. You have them out here. Yeah, you have. Uh, yeah, rallies out here. Yeah, the, their fries. They taste like donuts. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they smell like donuts. They use the same oil. They they put some kind of sugary sweetener on there or something. I don't know what it is, but the whenever I pick up you know, fi- here they checkers, have like more different fries. Yeah. Man, I'm getting like the munchies talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, one thing of Rouse, I think of the wings. So I, I mean, you know, it's usually wings on Wednesday, Wednesday wing night. Yeah, uh, Checkers is weird here. There's one a few miles up the road from my house, and uh, I hate getting orders from there. It's there's times where I've I'll park and I'll go up to the window and like knock, and they just like completely ignore me. And like really? I'll get I'll get in my car and like wait in the drive-through, and I'll be like, I'm picking up an order for whoever. And I get to the window and I start cussing them out. I'm like, what the fuck? I was waiting. I was knocking on the window. You didn't like, you know, and like they, so I've, I've learned my lesson. Like whenever I get a checkers order, um, which I very rarely take. Cause like the, the checkers right. by me is in a bad neighborhood and it's usually it drive. they only one too, right? Yeah. It, it, it's yep. usually, usually the orders are going like it's in a bad neighborhood and usually the orders are going to a bad neighborhood and those people don't tip anyway. So it's yeah. like $3. And so it has to be like a it has to be 
everything has to be perfect alignment for me to take a checkers order. It's got to be like going to well, I don't mind. I don't mind if it's going to a bad neighborhood as long as the tip is right. And right. it also has to be when there's not a long line. So if I get in line and there's like a huge line, I'm just gonna unassign the order. I'm not gonna wait. But yeah, all the time. I had one. Now, like now, a, question. Go ahead. So, so checkers like in your area, when you're the drive up window, is it on the correct side of the car? Is it on the passenger side or is it on the driver's side? Uh the one by me, yeah, it's on the driver's side, but I have seen um checkers where actually well they have they'll have two drive up lanes. And so if you go in one aisle it's on the passenger side, one aisle it's on the driver's side. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Okay. Yeah, because did you you ever watch uh Nugs? Yeah. He he, his video, he yeah yes yeah he showed that the other day he like it blew his mind and I was like oh I've seen that for years you know but the, yeah maybe think yeah see we have not here and I was like God did I see that before in one it's like I've only been to one or two of them but now it makes me it makes me want to go buy them again it's perfectly fine if you have a passenger in the passenger seat but if, if you're just by yourself you want to go through it's the super awkward the drive through one right. John McKellen, Buffalo Wild Wings is way too slow. Yeah, B Dubs is definitely. That's what slow. I hear. I hear that. You know what? I sometimes I'll take a B Dubs order when I really have to go to the bathroom. He'll be like, you oh, know, to use their bathroom. Yeah, because I'm just gonna, the I'm gonna wait anyway. Might as well go to yeah. the men's room while I'm there. Or you know, I hear that actually. Yeah. B B Dubs B Dubs, <laughs> B -dubs cracks me up because they're. Um, they're kind of like Hooters, where they make the waitresses dress all skimpy, but they'll basically hire like any female. Like, it doesn't matter what they look like. So I've seen like some really, I'm sorry to say, some really uggos working there, and women who should not be wearing tight clothing. And it just cracks me up because like they're very clearly moms or either yeah. maybe even grandmas. And like they're so, sliding it this, up. Like picture in my head of like you know the Simpsons, the uh, Marge's sisters, on yeah, the Hooters or something like that's what the cigarettes and everything. Yeah, or like well, like Nelson's mom. Like Nelson's oh, yeah. mom is supposed to be a stripper, but she doesn't look anything like what you what you would want a stripper to look like. You know, right? Yeah, so that cracks me up. I mean, um, that I would take pictures, but I mean. Just somebody, I'm sure that's out there somewhere. Of like, I mean, somebody could Google. I'm sure there's a yeah. picture somewhere. He said, uh, the waitresses here wear jerseys and black pants. Yeah, they do here too, but they'll also like make them wear like jerseys that are like cut down to like shoulder cleavage and like they're wearing push up bras, you know? Yeah. So hold but, on, there's some funny stuff I just saw in this chat that just kind of got my attention. Sorry. Yeah. I <laughs> just see. Lol. Uh, Chris <laughs> talked about we, we got the IHOP order, but it was somebody else's. People talking about the new pay model going into effect this summer, which I don't believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we should probably talk about DoorDash. Like, so, so the new pay model stuff, man, I don't know what that is. We haven't, we haven't got that here with the whole hidden. Because I've, you know, I watch all the gig channels, and right. I think I saw it on UDM first where it said, you know, $3 plus 100% of the tip or whatever. Right. And um, people were saying that was only in certain cities at certain times. And then Bentley Coop made a video where he said that DoorDash said that that was just an oops or something. and Like a glitch that, you yeah. know, something they were testing. 
So, I mean, first of all, I never saw that here. So, and I, I still haven't seen it. I mean, that's been like a month. Is that still I going said on? I shouldn't see it anymore. I don't think it's still going on anymore. I so I think it's, of course, gone away. But then after that went away, then we saw the zero dollar order glitch. So oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw you. We're doing a lot of glitches. You yeah, I saw you made a video about that where you got offered a zero dollar order and you took it. And then what yeah. happened? Yeah, it ended up being so two things. You know, I got it. I reached out to support, and they said like worst case scenario, I would get at least five dollars for it. Because the biggest thing is that when it drive, you know, it ended up being a three dollar order. So I was gonna try to, you know, see what I could get for it. it. Ended up being five fifty, so it wasn't really much more than that. But I think probably a day or two later, I seen a couple other people uh, responded after I posted that on social media. That said, they took them as well. Russell, chill. And they <laughs> took orders and it ended up being like fifteen or twenty dollars. So I'm like, of course, I get the five fifty one and they get the twenty dollar ones. But I mean, it's. A, Say it's a glitch and it's random, but I haven't seen it in uh, probably since then. I saw it those couple of days. And... But so, the fact that they're testing these things is what's really got my curiosity in the first place. Yeah. What's your um, What's your metrics? So as far as like uh, like ratings, number of deliveries, etc., yeah. stuff like that. So I'll check in that today. Actually, I'm like at a four nine four nine four. Acceptance rate is 6%. Uh, completion <laughs> rate is 93%. Uh, on time early, 97 And uh, approaching about 1,000 deliveries on DoorDash specifically. But I use all the apps. So I'm not sure what I met on the other apps as far as uh, total delivery numbers. Do you do um, uh, Walmart there? I have not taken a Walmart order. I've been thinking about it. I've watched. Actually, that's how I think I discovered a journey with T is uh, mm-hmm. her video about taking Walmart orders. And then I've seen, you know, Nug's videos, mm-hmm. and he's taking a couple. And uh, I prefer fast food, honest. You know, I'll take the food. You know, mm-hmm. the, I just, yeah, Walmart in my area. Plus, all the Walmart, where there's not a Walmart close to me. So to take a Walmart order, <laughs> I'd have to go probably a good five, seven miles just to get to the Walmart in the first place. So it's not worth it just to go to Walmart at all. Leo. So Leo is, that'd be funny. Like if this is like a real picture, like with the, have a thousand foot tall cat here. Um, what's your uh, like favorite and least favorite places to pick up from? So this is going to surprise a lot of people or maybe some people, I don't know if a lot of people, but honestly in my market, my favorite place to pick up I'll be up right from back. Keep talking. So yeah, my favorite place is actually Chipotle. Um, they're always, I'd say, 80% of the time they're ready, or if they're not ready, they're ready within 60 seconds to two minutes. So they're quick, and within my area, they're high volume. So uh, I can get stacks from Chipotle, and of course, if you get, you know, multiple, you know, seven, eight, nine, especially with peak, uh, within one mile, it, it adds up really quickly. So Chipotle ends up being my favorite in my area. Least favorite is McDonald's by far. Um, I've probably delivered one McDonald's order in the last two months. Like I've accepted <laughs> probably five, and I've unassigned four, delivered one. Uh, they get my attention. I see like a ten dollars one mile McDonald's order. Like okay, I convince myself it's not going to be the same or not going to be bad this time. I take it. I get there, and I see ten other people standing around and inside immediately and walk out of that place. So I realize uh, there's no chance for that order. So, but the one time, you know, when I do get a McDonald's order, I walk in and it's ready. 
Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, you know what? Uh, there's actually one area. There's one McDonald's. I don't go in that area often, but it's actually there's one McDonald's actually is always ready on time. It surprises me. Totally I was gonna say, I agree with you about Chipotle. Actually, don't mind picking up there. Yeah. Um, they're one of the fastest. They're usually already ready, as Bentley Coop would say. Already ready. Yeah, I'd say like nine times out of ten, I just walk in, the food's ready to go. Yeah, and yeah, like they're usually in Chipotle customers are actually pretty good tippers. So the average Chipotle order is like six dollars, two miles, maybe. Um, Yeah. You know, it's funny is whenever I order Chipotle, there's two Chipotles close to me. There's one that's actually closer, and the app always sends us to the farther away store because (laughs) the store that's farther away from me, there's a highway that takes you basically from like my house to the store in either direction like that. The problem is it's a toll highway and the, the driver never takes a toll highway because it's a dollar toll. Yeah. Yeah, So they always take the long way and I can never, I've been trying to like, you know, I, well, there's really nothing I can do. Like I'm trying to tell the app to send it to the other store. Um, that's closer to me. Yeah, and that the routing is weird sometimes with orders. Like, there's a. Uh, do you have crumble cookies where you're at? Huh? Do you have crumble cookies where you're at? Like the the brand. Oh cookies? yeah, yeah. I think I've had like maybe two orders from there ever. So yeah, it's weird. There's like a there's two like so there's a a crumble, you know, one mile away from me, and there's a crumble seven miles away from me. And I consistently get orders from the Crumble seven miles away to deliver, like, literally next door to where this other Crumble is. It's like, this is DoorDash routing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get it sometimes. Do you have um, Wingstop there? We do have Wingstop. Wingstop's not – Wingstop is – I would say it's not usually that bad. I feel like a lot of, like – not a lot of orders go there, luckily. So, like, it's uh, – like, I'll get there. So every time you go to a wing stop, you have to sign in when you get there and say, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'll go there at, like, 6 at night, and there'll be, like, 10 people on the list. I'm like, really? That's all came here today? <laughs> so they're, for whatever reason, any, and I actually, I know whatever reason. I don't really like their wings, to be honest. So I'm sure there's a lot of other people that feel that same way. So They must be good because they get a lot of orders there. But, yeah, there's a, there's a wing stop, like, a mile and a half from where I live, and I get orders from there, like, all the time but and like they're usually actually pretty high pain or like eight ten dollars oh there's solid orders to take oh yeah yeah but they're like it's a guaranteed 20 minute wait see in mine it's i usually don't wait that long like i'll go in and i'll be it like the longest i'll wait at a wing stop is maybe five minutes typically but usually one minute two minutes at the most that's funny like that's how like the same chain can be you know fast in one city and super slow in another city it is so it's interesting because like Jersey Mike's is one place that um, it can be it's hit and miss. There's one days I'll go there and uh, I'll have no, I'll just be unassigning orders. You know, be no end in sight. And the mm-hmm. other days I'll go in there and it'll be on that shelf. And you would think that it's just a sandwich. Um, it should be quick because I do Subway all the time. And actually, Subway is probably actually one of my other favorite places outside of Chipotle because the sandwich is so easy to make. And uh, Subway or you know, outside the sandwich is going to be a cookie. Maybe a bag of chips. So those are always easy orders. Sorry, I'm, I'm muting my mic when I'm crunching on the 
the pretzel rod here. <laughs> Don't worry. If you hear this little sound over here, this is my little little guy here playing with his bone. <laughs> what kind of dog? What kind of dog is it? He's a, a, a healer chihuahua mix. So he's a, a red healer chihuahua mix. So he has a lot of that healer energy at times, and he can be very chill, but uh, when he wants to play, he's just very demanding. And he's very vocal, too. So let me come here. Come here, Russell. I'll show you off real quick. Uh -huh. Let's see. Can you see him? <laughs> There's a bone in his mouth and everything. He keeps and disappearing the with the green screen. See part of it now. <laughs> have you I ever had um, top dasher status? I have not. I have uh, at one time I aspired for it. Oh, now I must let it be all in my face. At one time I aspired for it, but I mean I realized that you didn't really need it to make money, and you actually make more money without it. So since then, yeah, I think the only benefit to Top Dasher at one point was like pre-pandemic. Yeah, I love you too, Russell. It was pre-pandemic where you could uh, uh, dash anytime it wasn't busy when you know when it wasn't red. But now it's pretty much red all the time, and you don't really need to dash when it's not red half the time. So there's not really much value in it for me. And you know, I read the part whole oh, you get prioritized when it's uh, not busy. But, you know, looked up some videos on that, and those aren't really good orders in the first place. So you don't want to be dashing when it's not busy, or at least not in my opinion. I didn't. I just realized we've been going over an hour. Really? I'm a talker sometimes. Hmm. What time so is I'll, it? I could, I could BS with you all day. Uh, about 7.30 my time. But we started late, so I don't know if you've definitely been going over an hour. Remember, we started about 15, 20 minutes late. No, I'm fine. You got it's issues. Only... I had issues. Yeah. But it's almost 10. It's not, what, 10.30 your time? Yeah, 10.24. Move. This happens every time I do these interviews. I have, like, a list of questions, and then I never get to them. I feel like it's just like a – so I've watched the other ones, and I feel it's more like a talk show. I mean, it's yeah. Like a... yeah like Russell. It's, been... it's like a podcast, you know. Yeah, oh, sorry. So... Let, me, let me take him care of him. What kind of car do you drive? Uh, Nissan Altima, 05, classic, very, very good uh, as far as, so not good on gas miles, not the best, but good for longevity. What year was no it? No real issues, uh, 05. Oh, okay. So, yeah. People do, you, uh, do you do try to get rid of the food smell or you just kind of like uh, accepted I just, it? I just, I... So only I don't really notice it that often. So like a lot of times you might hear I kind of have stuffy, have sinus issues. So sometimes I have um, just I don't smell it. But when it's seafood, I notice I smell it. Mm -hmm. I remember um, Bentley Coop was saying like, I don't know if he said he refuses to take Indian food or he just hates taking Indian food because it stinks. I don't really, I can't think of like any food that I would refuse to deliver and actually i don't i don't mind like the way indian i mean like seafood yeah but i mean like it actually i get a lot of red lobster orders so like those kind of stuff i don't mind taking see i like seafood like to eat it myself as a matter of fact but i just i was at a red lobster the other day but like yeah this 
I don't know, Indian food, curry, like I like the food, but I don't know if I'd like to deliver it either because yeah. I can imagine, especially if you get like a bump, some of that stuff gets into your, you know, gets into your fabric. <laughs> and then it's a whole other problem. We have a large um, Indian population in Sanford, Lake Mary. And there's, um, there's like three or four Indian restaurants around here. There's a lot like per capita like where I'm from back in upstate New York there's like like one <laughs> like one Indian restaurant for like per city and really? like where, where I live now there's like um actually that sounds like a kind of a lot honestly. I don't know I guess it's, maybe it's really popular down there I guess uh let's see Burger King, I hate Burger King as well. Actually, matter of fact, I, I yeah, Arby's is Whoops. the other one. Arby's, I don't typically like Arby's, although I like their curly fries. It comes down to volume and whether they have sufficient stuff to crank out the orders. Yes and no, because I've seen some places that have volume and have too much staff, and half of them are just standing around. Like, uh, yeah, but I think it's uh definitely does come down to volume though. A lot of places. Like I feel like uh, I'm trying to think of the place. What about McDonald's is volume because they'll always be backed up in store, the drive-through. Yeah, have you noticed like around in your area? I think it's nationwide. Is like a lot of fast food places and pretty much all restaurants. Like anywhere, like low skill jobs, low paying jobs. Like nobody wants to work right now because everybody's getting paid to stay home. Like so. Yes and no. Like I've noticed, I noticed it a month ago. I kind of noticed actually, like I mentioned recently, kind of almost the other way around. Like people standing around not doing nothing at some places. But I do see a lot of like Taco Bell. Like a lot of places have like these open interviews. Have you yeah. Seen that. Yeah. Don't hire anybody. All the fast food places, all the restaurant, like even like. It's like a tier. I've seen like so. I see Taco Bell. But then, like, you go to the, like, In-N-Out Burger, they have no problem. They already pay well, you know. I, I think like, the only place around here that's not hiring is probably, well, actually, yeah, I think, like, every place is, is hiring. The, every, like, they all, say, they all have signs outside that say, now hiring, and, like, they'll say, like, sign-on bonus or free iPhone or something like that. <laughs> So I don't know if they see this around your place, but like out here, like I, I saw this pre-pandemic and I'm starting to see them, I'm not seeing them as much now, but Taco Bell manager positions. Uh, these signs like say starting at like 100K a year. I'm thinking a lot of people would want to jump on that job, right? Especially if you're in the fast food industry. Yeah, if you have a degree in like restaurant management and hospitality, like that's like most people who like are managers of fast food places, like they start in fast food and then they want to work their way up to like, you know, Applebee's and then like an actual yeah. like real restaurant, you know, Interesting. Never um, thought about that way actually. or like they're like the, they're the franchise owner or something, you know? Yeah. They, just, they just want to get a job. Like, I mean, I could probably, well, I don't, have any, I don't have any experience, but I was going to say I probably could manage a fast food restaurant. I don't want to. but I don't think most people want to. I think that's the big yeah. thing. 
It's not, it's not, it doesn't have a lot of appeal. I mean, even if you put 100000 in front of it, even Taco Bell Imagine doesn't sound that great. Yeah, for six figures. And you figure it's probably, I mean, that's also, you know, probably five days a week, 40 hours, and, you know, You're two probably, weeks paid vacation plus benefits. Um, but you have money. a whole staff of people that probably. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, 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 I think a lot of the job is going to be the people you work with. And if they don't like their job, you're probably not going to like yours. Yeah, uh, it's weird because I saw um, – do you follow uh, Jonathan Gignation? I don't know. I haven't watched – I've heard of that name, but I don't know if I've watched a video of his recently. He actually has one of the biggest gig channels on YouTube. He just he hasn't posted as much lately. Um, Maybe that's why I haven't seen a – Video well, he, he made a like video he... like probably a week ago, and he said DoorDash is actually understaffed. Like they're they're yeah. they're hiring more drivers. Like actually, last time I checked my DoorDash app, it said get. I think it said five. It was either two hundred or five hundred dollar referral. Really? See, mine has been at for like the longest. It was at like eight hundred. Uh, I think. Yeah, Gignation. So. Oh, but yeah, I think mine. Yeah, uh, I see what mine's at right now. It was at seven hundred recently. Refer your friends. Now it's down to four hundred actually. So my area's been coming down. It doesn't. It doesn't say the. It doesn't say how much, but it just says you know refer your friends. But um, here's mine right here. So, oh, this whole background makes it hard to see. Everything disappears. Yeah. Uh, okay. This front of my face that works. Okay, I don't know. Oh, that, that's something I, I would recommend if uh, if you want to take YouTube seriously, invest in a green screen. Because I have an actual like behind me this wall. I just went down to Walmart and got some lime green paint and painted this wall green. I mean, you can there's green screens you can buy on Amazon, um, but if you can if you can actually paint the wall, it's like the best because the wall is flat, you know. Right. Um. And, uh, you know, get, invest in a good mic. I bought this mic actually probably like four four or five years ago. Back. Ooh, ooh, audio cut. Yeah, because the, uh, the plug on the bottom here is like ah. really sensitive. Um, yeah, I shouldn't have touched it. But anyway, um, yeah, if like you really want to pursue YouTube and uh, TikTok and all that stuff, you know, got to get, and also these key lights. I got these LED, these are nice LED lights. I got these, two of these on, uh, like a set of two on Amazon for like 40 bucks. And uh, uh um, yeah, so the mic, lights, green screen, like that's a bear. So the mic like, and lights are on my, uh, are on my list. I had a ring light that actually just broke. So I've been using it as a tripod. Yeah. So I've been trying to get another ring light. But yeah. And I guess I got to look up those. Like, do you have like the uh, link to those lights in your description? Um, no, but I'll send it to you. I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you a link. Oh, perfect. Yeah, lights and mic are the two things on my list right now. The yeah. green screen. I'll be right. Yeah, you're. You're. It's weird because like your your light is fading out. <laughs> well, so I'm, my uh, where I'm at in my room. It's so like I started at the day. Now sunset's kind of coming. Uh, so I use a lot of natural light, but my that's room what I is, thought. Uh, like yeah, like the sun weird. setting. So anyway, yeah, we should probably gotta... wrap this up soon. Yeah, you probably yeah, you late late your time, but uh, grub war. Let me go back up here. Chat back. That's cool. I mean, I, I'm seeing new people in the chat I haven't seen before. 
Crystallis, is it, that's your niece? That's my niece. She's coming out of Chicago. That person's She's new. She's also in Alaska with me. Grub oh, man, Warp half of the chat. is new. Be the third. That person's new. What are you guys' thoughts on Instacart lately? Can't see any orders. Not sure if it's the market or my recent 4.9. You know what? With Instacart, it's... um. Leo, don't chew on the wire. Um, if you have the new um, app, like with the heat map, that's as far as I can tell, like that's the difference. I still have like the old Instacart um, map. Like it's just a, a text, a text queue, not a map queue. And yeah. everybody who got the map queue, like they're getting screwed on orders. Like they only seen like one order a day or something. But really, was that because like saturation probably where the, the heat is at or? Um, I think it's just like the way the algorithm is. And I think like they still have a terrible bot problem and I don't know what's going on. If you saw my, I posted a vlog yesterday uh, from, uh, I did Instacart all day Sunday. I, I, I'm only 4.93 and I still made 200 bucks on Sunday. So how does the rating piece work of Instacart? I've heard people talking about ratings. So, like, do you get better like offers based on your ratings? Or yeah. How does that work? Like the way the queue is, like it's an open queue. So it's just all the available orders are thrown into a queue. And then it's like first come, first serve. And, well, it's too late right now. But, I mean, if we were doing this, I could show you. But yeah. um, So well, like the way – about doing Instacart. Yeah. The way it works is like, so if you're like, if you're rated 4.98 or better, basically you see all the good stuff as soon as it comes in. And then if you're, it's also on a, um, like relative scale or, um, percentile or whatever. Okay. So. It's kind of like relative to how good you are relative to all the other drivers in your area. Okay, so it's like the various got it, got it. Yeah. So, um, basically, yeah, it's like, like the way it works. Like the the top rated drivers, they'll see everything as soon as it comes in, and then like the middle tier. So it's basically you know above average, average, below average, and then. Right. So then, like, but I mean, they've never explained exactly how it works. I mean, obviously they wouldn't, because like that's like, uh, you know, trade secrets or whatever. Because then it people would just hack it even better. Yeah, uh, but like they, they, you know, so it's like the above average people see orders as soon as they come in, and then the average people see like there's some kind of delay, right? And then the below average people like it's an even further delay. It's like I think I'm considered. Let me see. I think 4.9 considered... on like a five scale, on a one to five scale. 4. Yeah, I mean, their, their rating system, it's funny because DoorDash actually copied the way the Instacart app looks. You know how DoorDash went, like if you click on your rating on DoorDash now, it shows you right. a breakdown of how many fives, fours, three, you know. They basically, okay, so on Instacart, whoops, sorry, you can't see. I'm considered average, which actually I'm surprised, 4.93. 4.93 on DoorDash is really good, but on Instacart, it's only average. Like, really, you want to stay... Really? Yeah, it's on a rolling... I mean, Instacart... The way Instacart rating works compared to the other is is unique because they they factor in... Like, you know how the rolling 100, 100 average works is, like, you know, it's based on... Right, the last 100 ratings. Yeah. Like, on DoorDash, it's only... I don't know if they count... 
Does DoorDash include non-rated orders or just rated orders? I think they'll include rated orders because I think that's why you'll see like your rating will be stagnant for a while. Like you get one on there, one yeah. one on there, it takes forever to get it off. Yeah, and Uber and Lyft are like that too. Uber's the worst because it's on your last 500, 500 rated trips. But with Uber, does it really matter? Because I've never looked at my Uber rating. I looked it, at it yeah, with rideshare, it doesn't back. really matter. Um, it it just kind of goes by whoever is the closest. Um, well, actually, oh yeah, I mean, I haven't done rideshare in a long time. I haven't paid attention to the way it works in like over a year. I mean, I haven't really done. I've a lot of people slow down on rideshare, definitely. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when I quit my day job, that was August of 2018, and I was doing Uber and Lyft. And I was really paying attention to everything back then. And once I started doing Instacart, DoorDash. Um, Amazon Flex, all that stuff. I really stopped paying attention to um, rideshare, and I would like right. I would only turn on rideshare if it was like absolutely super slow, and I just needed to make some money, you know. Right. So I think like my Uber rating is like four point eight eight, which even by Uber standards, I think is pretty lousy, and it cracks me up because like every time I turn on Uber, I still see that because. But like I can do, I can I could give Uber rides if I want to, but I don't want to. I just I right. change the settings so I only do Uber Eats. I, yeah. I should call now, Uber and be like, "Can you just deactivate me as a as a driver? I only want to be, <laughs> I only want to do Uber. Eats. I don't want to accidentally get a ride. <laughs> I know. Sometimes the app will reset itself, and I'll get it. Or and like I, I this happened to me like a few weeks ago. Because it, it, like it actually said Taco Bell on there, and I was like, okay, I'm picking up an order at Taco Bell, and I get there and I realize it was an Uber X. Oh, it was a dude who worked at Taco Bell who needed a ride home, and I was like, because I actually got out of the car and I started walking to the store, and the guy's like, wait, where are you going? You're my Uber driver. I'm like, what? What? And then I looked at my phone. And I was like, Ugh. that must have been awkward. He's like, yeah. Oh. But he was only going like a mile down the road, so I was like, Not "All right, bad, get though. in." Uh, I'm like, "Sorry, this car is a mess right now." But I thought I thought I was just picking up a, a Uber Eats order here. <laughs> yeah, but, I didn't expect um, a human in my car. Yeah, so like with Instacart, it's like you ha- like they're rolling 100 average. It's nice because it includes non-rated orders, but um, at this like if you don't get enough people to rate you, you know, just getting like one four star can like really hurt you. So I mean, like right. that's on on your rolling one hundred average is like any like you could have like one four star. That's about it. Anything, you know, worse than that will like really um, impede your progress and everything. Interesting. So I'm kind of curious about how many people do Instacart in my area because I don't feel like I see a lot of Instacart people out here. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely recommend it. I'll send you. Try it. I'll be soon this summer. I'll send you. Have you have you actually applied for it or have you never? I have not. Okay. Never, never done anything for it. Be the third. This person's new. Heat map like DoorDash. Have not seen it yet. Yeah, that's the new Instacart. Um, yeah. Um, it plus, this is just a slow time of year, and I think one of my one of my theories is that I think all these fast food workers quit their fast food job and they started doing DoorDash and Uber Eats and Instacart. I do think, so honestly, I think the same thing. I think there's a lot. Like I see when I go to fast food places, I swear I see more people that seem to be like supervisors there on their yeah. days off than anything else, like filling in for the people that they can't hire. I think a lot of these people, I think they're double dipping because I think they're collecting yeah. unemployment or PUA or whatever. And they're also doing gig work because 
with gig work, you know, we're 1099. So it's not like they take taxes out. You know, you, they, you have to wait till the end of the year to file taxes. Um, yeah. So, like, they think that they're going to skate and, like, double, like, they're going to collect unemployment and do gig work at the same time. And, I mean, they'll get away with it for, like, a year until they it's file their taxes. The and then yeah. once the government realizes they were collecting unemployment while working, they're going to be really hosed. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think that's a big, you know, that mm-hmm. is a big missing piece of it is that people realize that there's better jobs out there. There's better ways, you know, to make yeah. money. So. All right, we're 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 going really long. So um, thanks, Wrap John, for uh, doing this interview. Thanks I'm, for having me, man. Yeah, I was thinking of starting a, um, I was thinking of starting like a, kind of like a news show, maybe like every yeah. Monday I would like talk about like what's happening in like gig news and I would just have like a guest host. Yeah. Like you know UDM and DoorDash Dad used to have a the, the a, Gig Econ brothers or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like I was thinking yeah. about yeah, like kind of like that except like I would just have like a a different guest every week, you know. So I like if, the idea. I like yeah, if you if you'd be it. interested in doing that, let me know. I'd be, I'd be interested in joining. Yes. Yeah. Let me know the day and uh we'll make it happen. Yeah. So if uh if you guys aren't already watching uh John I mean, he's on YouTube, he's on Instagram, which I highly recommend because he's constantly posting stuff on there. I know you're on TikTok, but I don't use TikTok because... I don't really... I So I need to post more on TikTok, but I post <laughs> most consistently on YouTube and Instagram, but I'm going to get to TikTok. I, I always, Twitter as well. I, I I think TikTok is for like 13-year-old girls. <laughs> So, like, they're so like that's the biggest thing about TikTok is like I'm like I look for DoorDash stuff all day and I really can't find much of it, but everybody says you got to post some TikToks out there. So yeah, I know. I think Gig Life uses TikTok. I've never. I mean, I don't know if you follow me that closely, but if you do, you know. Last year, I took a cybersecurity course. It's like a year long course through UCF, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, taking that course is basically learn like TikTok is basically as a Chinese, you know, data mining scheme. It's oh, like, yeah. that's why like, I stay away. I mean, Facebook, all these companies are data mining, but TikTok yeah, they all have is. The out there, yeah. I mean, I would say the big three between Google, Facebook, and Amazon, they yeah. know everything I'm doing. They know, you know, who my friends are, they knew what I buy, and yeah. they knew what I look up. Uh, if you watch all the way to the end, you are awesome. Thanks for yes. watching. Check out. I'll put links to all of uh, uh, Dash Theory TVs in the description. So uh, be sure to subscribe to his channel. And uh, I'll see you guys uh, next week probably. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Later. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Chad will be back Sunday with his co-host Hannibal, discussing the latest news, trends, and viral posts from the delivery and rideshare sectors of the gig economy. Until then, keep hustling.